Today's Gittin Afayin Zayin, we're in the beginning of the 8th parak of Mesechus Gittin on Ayin Zayin Amadalaf. So the parak is going to begin by discussing the different ways a person can divorce his wife. Hazayrik get le'ishtai, someone who throws a get at his wife. V'yibasech beisa, o'yibasech hatera, and she was inside her house or inside her chatzar, and he throws it into her house or into her chatzar Why she's there. We're going to see why she needs to be there in the Gemara. And we're also going to see in the Gemara how she could possibly have her own house or her own chatzar. I thought, Masha Kansi Yishakana Baila. But either way, the Gemara says that if he throws it into her house or her chatzar while she was there, it's going to work and the chatzar or the house is going to be kind of for her just as if you would have put it into her hand what if you threw it not into her house or her chatzar but into yours into the husband's own house or or into his chatzar even if the get is with her in the bed since that doesn't belong to her and you didn't put it into her hand and you didn't put it into her property either it's just in your property even if it's in the same bed as her she is not divorced what if you put it into her lap, that is already going to be good enough, and she will be How do we know this idea that you can have that a, that a woman can be kind of the get with her chatzar, even and it doesn't have to be minasamiyada? Meaning the pasuk says You have to place it into her hand. So how do I know that that includes even her chatzar? And even if you put it into her house or her chatzar, it's going to be good enough. So it says because we have a brayse. The pasuk says minasamiyada in the aliyada. I only know that yada is okay. That if you literally put it into her hand, gina chatzar karfifu mina and all these different types of things for chatzar. How do you know that it can also be kind of her if you put it into her chatzar? So tamadamir minasamikamakam. It says minasam and as she explains, it could have said biyada It could have been very specific. The pasuk place it into her hand biyada yitnena. But rather, it said it said vinasan biyada, which is mashma vinasan mikamakam. Any type of nesina, even if it's lavdafka into her hand, vinasan mikamakam. You put it into her hand. You put it into her chatzar. You put it into yada gaga chatzar karfif. All these different types of things. It's going to be good enough. And says the gemara v'tanya namiyachi gabaganov. We find a very similar idea by aganov that yada. The pasuk by aganov says he's going to be chayev if he steals it yada, meaning with his hand. In the yada yada gaga chatzar karfif mina. And how do I know that he's also going to be chayev if he steals it using his Chatzar. Now, how do you have such a case? Rashi explains. Let's say an animal walked into his chatzar and he locked the door in front of him, so he didn't actively steal it biyadoi, but his chatzar. He made a kinyan chatzar and he was kind of with his chatzar. So how do you know? Minayin. How do you know that he's also going to be chayv mishum ganav? Says the Gemara. The pasuk says he matze timatze. The pasuk says he matze timatze biyadoi agneva, but he matze timatze is mikomakim. That includes even more general cases like chatzeroi, and it doesn't have to be dafka yadoi. Says the Gemara v'tzurchan. I need both these halachas to teach me that by get it's lav dafka yadoi, even though it says benasim biyadoi. And it also includes chatzar, and also by ganov, he's also going to be chayv, even if it's not yadai, but it's also anything, even as chatzar. I need these drushes by both these things. Why? The Ashmin and get, because if I only told you this is true by get Mishum de Balkarcha, I would think Mishum de Balkarcha Megarsha, because he can divorce his wife Balkarcha. We know a man can divorce his wife against her will. And therefore, since even when he places it into her hand, even when he places it into her hand, he can do it Balkarcha. Even if she doesn't want, she's not interested, she doesn't want to be kind of, it doesn't matter, he can still divorce her. So, so too, he should be able to be divorce her by putting it into her chatzar. Avoganov, but a ganov, the less about korcha, that you can't steal something against your will. Meaning, if someone places something into your rishos, that doesn't make you the ganov. And therefore, Emelai, I would think not. Meaning, only if you dafka take it with your hand. The Patsuk says, Yadai. And therefore, you should be able to, you should only be chayab. Let's say you stole it with your hand. And that's why I needed to tell you that this applies also by ganov. You could steal it with your chatzar, and you're also going to be chayabish. Meaning, ganov, if I only told you this applies to ganov. Misham the kanser achmana. I would think because it's a ganov. He's a rasha, this guy. He's stealing things. And therefore, the kanser achmana, the Torah was give him a knas that we're going to be mechayvim, even if it was lavdafka yada, but it was also chatzayroi. So I will get, but by I get imaloi, I would think not. I would think maybe you need dafka yada because the pasuk says minasam yada tzricha. That's why I need to tell you both that this both applies that you can be connected with the chatzar both by get and by the ganav. Says the gemara chatzayroi. 
How could she have her own chatzar? The Mishnah said that if he placed it into her chatzar, as long as she was there, we saw, if he placed it into her chatzar, it's going to be good enough and she's going to be divorced. Ask the Gemara, how could she possibly have her own chatzar? And by the way, even if you're dealing with nichsei melog, we know a woman comes into marriage with certain nechassam and the bal has the kinyan paris. Even if you're dealing with nichsei melog, the bal has the kinyan paris and therefore it's really shaykh to him. So, anything the woman owns, really the husband owns and therefore he's putting it into his own chatzar, which we know is not going to work. So, how could he possibly have a case where he's going to put it into her chatzar? That she's gonna be divorced. Amr Blazar Blazar says, because of law, we're dealing with a case where he wrote her and he made this night. He explicitly said that I have nothing to do with your property. So although normally a husband is kind of his wife's nachasim, if he explicitly said that I'm not being kind of your nachasim and I have nothing to do, I'm staying out of your businesses and your business endeavors, and I have nothing to do with your chatzar and you own it 100. percent I'm not involved. Then she retains ownership of her chatzar. Says Okay, but does that really help? If he said that and he wrote that. Her, that's going to be good enough to render it as 100% hers. But I have a bride, someone who says to his friend, now they're partners in a field, let's say. And he says, you know what? This field that we're partners in, I don't, I don't have any I have no ASIC in it. My hand is removed from it. So in all these different types of cases, he tried to back out of the ownership of this and he tried saying he has no rights to it and whatever. Just saying that, it doesn't mean anything. Why? Because he already owns it. And just saying that or writing that is not going to be good enough to be mocking it over to his friend. So why over here should it work when the wife, when the husband said that to his wife? Why should it help him relinquish his rights to the chatzar? So Amri, because we're dealing with a case where he wrote that to her, not while they were married, while he already had the rights to the land. We're dealing with a case where she wrote that to her while she was still in Arusa, meaning before they completed the marriage through Nesuin. They were only in a state of Arusin. That's before he has rights to the property. And if he makes this stipulation before he gets the rights to the property, that is actually something you're able to do. Why? It's going like Rav Kahan. A nachla that's coming to a place, meaning he's going to yarshin it. He doesn't have it yet. So before he has the ownership of it, he can make a tonight that he's not going to get the ownership of it. So you're right. If he's ready a partner in it, he's not going to be able to relinquish his rights just by saying, but rather in this but before he actually ever got those rights, because it's only something that's right, it's going to come to him, and he knows it's going to come to him, but before he ever got ownership, he made this snide that didn't that's something you're able to do. So, so to over here, while he's still, while they were still in the state of Erisin, he said this to her, since he never got ownership of the field, of the tzadah, or the chatz, or whatever it was, so in that case, it's going to stay in her ownership, and it's not going to transfer to him when they go into Nesuin, because again, he already made the t'nai. Uch, the Rava, this is also going like Rava, the because Rava said, If someone says that I understand that Rabbana made a takana, and this takana, by the way, we're talking about is takana to benefit me, but I'm not interested. I don't want the takana sachamim kegainzu, like this, we're about to ask what was Rava talking about exactly, but Shaiman, we listen, and then today, since the takana in this situation, Rabbana made it for him, so since it's all for his benefit anyway, if he's not interested, we're not going to bind him to it. But says the Gemara, my Kigoinzu. What's Kigoinzu? That he's not interested in this Takana? Rav said Kigoinzu. So says the Gemara, Kidaravhuna. Amarav. This is like Ravuna Amarav. Amaravuna Amarav. This is what it's referring to. A woman can say to her husband, You don't have to support me and give me food. And I'm also not going to give you my Maisei We know that the Rabbanam Ramasakin, that a man has to support his wife. But Kineged that, since he's supporting his wife, Mishum Eva, the Rabbanam Ramasakin, that she has to give him all of her Maisei Because usually it's not going to be enough and usually she's not going to make enough income to support herself so the whole thing was done for her that really 
she gets supported by the husband, but she also has to give all her income. So what if she's not interested? She's, she's got a good paying job and she wants to keep her own money and she'll support herself. She doesn't need the food from her husband. So she could say, she could say to her husband, you don't have to feed me. I'm not going to give you my messy then. I'll keep my income and you keep your food. You don't have to support me because I'm happy with my income. And that's something she's able to do because at the end of the day, the only reason that I want to make this takana that she gets supported in exchange for her maizidayim was for her. So if she's not interested, so she can say that and we're going to be listening and we're going to listen to her because again, this was only done for her benefit. So we'll listen if she's not interested. Rava Amar, Rava says, and Rava's really answering back on the original question. Really, we asked the question, how could she have her own chatzar? I don't understand. And the Gemara just answered that, no, because really we're dealing with the case that during Erisin, he made a stipulation and he said with her that but Rava says, no, I'll give you an answer without that. Even without him saying I have a problem. How could the chatzar be kind of her? I thought so where do you have a situation where she has her own chatzar during a marriage? So Rava, my Rava says, why don't you have that question even by her? Her hand itself, meaning her hand, it's also connected to the Baal, meaning anything she makes, any of all her them go to the Baal, and therefore, why are you happier with a situation where you give the get into her hand? Even that should be should belong to the Baal. So somehow it works. So what do you have to say? That really, when you give it to her hand and you place the get into her hand, she's automatically divorced. And we say that gita that her hand and her get she acquires them at once. So as soon as you give the, give her the get. With that, she acquires the get and her hand. So it all happens at one time, and it's a chiddush. Achanami says, so to over here, why is it more shver by the chatzar? We could say the same thing by her chatzar. Do you have a problem that he owns the chatzar? Yeah, but as soon as he gives her the get, the get and her chatzar come into her rishos at the same exact time. But I'm don't understand this answer of Rava. Rava has this question by a yad, meaning how is a woman ever divorced if you put it into her hand? I thought the hand is connoted to the husband. What are you talking about? The hand is not connoted to the husband. Nahi, the I understand that he's he's he owns anything she makes as Maisiyadaim. Again, by the way, if she didn't make the stipulation of before, but I understand any of her Maisiyadaim she makes with her hands might belong to him. But the hand itself, does that belong to the husband? It doesn't belong to the husband. She's not a slave. She owns her own hand. And therefore, I don't understand the question. You had a problem that when you put the get into her hand, how is she divorced? You own her hand? You don't own her hand. It's not true. You own her Maisiyadaim, anything her hand makes, but you don't own the actual hand. And therefore, Amalei, Rav Ashi answered back to Ravina, Rava Yad Evet Kukashle. Rava, you're right. When he had the kasha from a yad, it wasn't her yad. But rather, his question was, how do you free an evid? That an evid can accept a shtar shikhar from his master, even by himself. Meaning, if you give him a shtar shikhar, he is freed. But I don't understand how that works. And an evid, he does belong to the master. And his hand does belong. Not just the maizidayim. He's actually a slave. And therefore, the, his hand itself belongs to the master. So how, when you give the shtar to him, is he going to be divorced? I don't understand. So what do you have to say? You have to say this tomorrow that that the get and the ownership of his own hand come at once, and therefore we'll apply it also over here that that also over here you have an issue. How do you ever? How does she have her own chutzner that you're going to put it into the divorcer? Because again, I understand. Obviously, if you put it into her hand, you don't own her hand, so for sure she's going to be divorced. What about her chutzner? You do own her chutzner. Yeah, but the same way we see by an evid, if you divorce, if you free that evid by giving him a star I thought he. You own his hand. So what did you help exactly by giving him a star shikhar? No, you have to say, 
if you place it into her chatzar, even though you own that chatzar, but as soon as you place it to get there, not anymore. They come to her at once. There was a shimra, a person on his deathbed. He wrote a get to his wife. He wrote it late afternoon on Erev Shabbos, right before Shabbos. And he didn't, he didn't have the time and he didn't give it to her before Shabbos. So, what happened? Lemachra, the next day, meaning on Shabbos, talk of the Amo, he got extremely, his condition worsened and he was mamish about to die. If we would have waited to Motzei Shabbos to, to officiate the Gerushin, he would have been dead already. And therefore, we want to do it right now. But what's the issue? Rashi says the get is Muktzah, so you can't pick it up and give it to her. But he organized everything and it just wasn't given to her yet and they want a divorce. Obviously, there's other situations in place. Maybe there's a Yavam, they didn't want her falling to Yavam. But the point is, what should we do now? Get his muktan, you can't divorce around Shabbos. They came before Rabbah. Amr he told them, Zilu Amr go tell this person sick on his deathbed about to die, that he should be makne over to her, the place of the get itself. Wherever the get is sitting, so the place on the floor, be makne over her that place. And therefore, she's going to acquire that place with the get, and she's going to be divorced. And that much she's able to do on Shabbos. And she should go make some type of kinyan on it. She could close, she should close and open and she'll be kind in this place along with the get and she'll be divorced. It's not because we have a Mishnah that tells us, no, God there, Parats calls you Hariza Chazaka that if you lock it, you lock the fence, or you make a hole in the fence a little bit, Hariza Chazaka, that's considered a Chazaka. So go do this, go open and close it, whatever, make some type of Kenyan over there, and you'll be kind of the place along with the get. Well, how does that work, by the way? So Rashi explains this is a Kenyan Aga, because we know Nechazim She'ein Lemachrais, Niknin Im Nechazim She'eshamachrais, meaning if you're buying property and that property has something in it, has Metaltlin, let's say, so if you buy the Karka along with the Karka, you're kind of the Metaltlin inside. So you bought the land, and she was kind of this Chatz or whatever it is, and along with that came the get that's inside of it. But I'm how does that work? So what exactly did you help the situation? By him being it over to her, it still belongs to him because anything she owns, her husband owns. And therefore, how exactly did you help the situation by giving her the plot of property wherever the scout was? So it says the Gemara, Rav was embarrassed when Avrilo said this to him. He realized he was wrong. But afterwards, anyway, it came out that she was actually in Arusa. And by Arusa, you don't have this because it's not true. And therefore, you're definitely able to be Machner herself Something, so it worked anyway. And Rabbi 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 said on that, if they said by an Asua, then Masha Kansi is going to buy law. You remember by Rusa, they say by Rusa? No, by Irusin, they're not fully married yet, and therefore you don't have the Svar Masha Kansi is going to buy law. She has her own Kenyan, and therefore he was able to be Makna over her that place in order for her to be divorced. But then says like, Hadam Rabbi, then Rabbi said, actually, it doesn't matter. Because like we saw before, it doesn't matter if she's not Rusa or an Asua because I'm going to tell you the Svara of what Rabbi said before that Gita Vachatzerabankacha, that as soon as he puts it into her Chatzer, you're going to tell me that chutzar belongs to him. No, as soon as he puts the get there, it, she's kind of both those things at once. Didn't Rav say that before? So why exactly was he embarrassed by Rav Elish, by the way? Didn't he say this far of before? So he should, this is what he should have answered. What do you mean? What do you mean? This is the answer. Says the Gemara, no. This is where he said it, in this story. At first he didn't realize. That's why he was embarrassed. That's why Ichsif. Rav was embarrassed when Rav Elish said the title of but then after this story, Came out, and this is where Rabbah came up with the idea that Gita Vachatzeira Boyn Kechot. When he put it into her Chatzar, she was there. Or when he put it into her Bais, she was there. It sounds like she has to be there. Ula says, That's what it means. That this case, when he 
she's standing on the side of her house. Meaning, if he puts it into her house, if you want to divorce her by putting it into her house or her chater, she has to be standing there. She has to be standing next to her chater. She says, no. Even if she's in Tveria and her chater is in Sipari and you put it into her chater, it's going to be good enough. If she's all the way in Sipari, her chater is in Tveria. If you put it into her chater, even if she's miles away, she's going to be divorced because, again, the chater is kind of for her just like and even if she's not there, according to Rav says the Gemara, I don't understand on Rav how are you going to tell me that it works even if she's far away? That's not what the Mishnah says. The Mishnah said, It said that it's only going to work if you put it into her chatzar if she's actually there. So what are you going to say? Says the Gemara, Rav is going to answer you that this is what the Mishnah meant to say. It says, if she was there. It says, if she was there. Why? Since the chatzar is mishtameres it's guarded to her das according to some level because she knows she has that chutz wherever it is. It's locked up properly, and anytime she owns a chutz, it's considered it's a chutzar mishdameres ledaita, and therefore miskreshes she's going to be divorced. So what did the Mishnah mean when it said she was there? It's as if she was there because it's considered a chutzar mishdameres ledaita. Says the Gemara, maybe this is the machlekes between Rav Huna, sorry Ula and Rav Ishia, whether she actually needs to be there or not. That one of them holds chutzar. The reason a chutzar can be kind of get is because it's learned from Yada, just like you put it into her hand, you could put it into her chatzar, and therefore, since it's learned out from Yada, so just like her Yad is right next to her, so too, the chatzar actually has to be right next to her, that would be Ula, Umar Savar, and Rabbi she is going to learn that chatzar mishum shlichus is Rabbi, that the way chatzar works, meaning the way she's divorced if you put it into her chatzar is because chatzar is learned that a shlichus, just like she can be divorced using a shliach, also a chatzar, and therefore just like a shliach, she doesn't have to be there, so too, the chatzar, she wouldn't have to be there, so that's not necessarily what's going on, really everyone's going to agree, even Rabbi she is going to agree that chatzar is learned out of yada, just like you can divorce her putting it into her hand, so too her chatzar, it's mishum yada, okay, so what's machleg is why does Rashiya hold that you can divorce her using her chatzar even if she's not there? Because Marisov or Kiyada, because Ula holds that it's exactly like her hand, just like her hand is right next to her. So, so too, you can only divorce her by putting it into her chatzar if she's right there. But Rashiya is going to say, if you're going to tell me that, that really that's what we learned from it, that has to be that she's right there just like she's next to her hand, then why didn't you learn it all the way? That just like her hand is attached to her, so too, she's attached to her chatzar. And it shouldn't work if not. So obviously not. You have to say Elokeyada that it's like her hand. My yada And the way we learn that it's like her hand is just like Yada is Mishtameris Ladaita. She has, you know, Das over it and it's Mishtameris. It's guarded to her das. So to any Khatzer Mishtameris Ladaita, it's guarded to a certain level. Which is Lafuke a case where you have a Khatzer that's not Mishtameris Ladaita. But if you have a regular Khatzer, even if she's far away, but she knows that she retains ownership of that property and it's not a problem, she's Ragua with it, it's a Mishtameris Ladaita, then that's going to be good enough in her right. She is world, even if she's far away. There's a person that threw a get to his wife, and she was in the chatzar. The get went, and it fell on a pisla. Pisla, as Rashi says, is a big piece of wood. So, said, we have to check out this piece of wood that it fell on. If this piece of wood is, it's its, it's, its own place within the chatzar, it's big, and it's four amas by, by four amas, then it's considered its own rishus within the chatzar, and basically she's not going to be divorced because he threw it into her chatzar, but this is its own situation in the chatzar, and therefore she's not going to be divorced. We lie, but if it's less than four by four, then he, then it's considered one rishus along with the rest of the chatzar, and she's going to be divorced. What exactly are we dealing with? His chatzar, her chatzar, if you're going to tell me it's her chatzar, then so what do I care if it's bigger than four amas? At the end of the day, it belongs to her, and it's in her 
chatzar, she should be divorced. And the bachatzar did So what do we have to say? That it's really in his chatzar. So again, so the opposite. So even if it's not for Amis, why do I care that it's still part of the chatzar? It's still not her chatzar and it's his chatzar. So why is she divorced? We're talking about a case where he lent her the place. He lent her the chatzar. And therefore, we have to say like this, that if it has its own rishos, meaning he lent her the chatzar she's standing in. What about the big piece of wood that's four Amis by four Amis? That's already a different spot because it's a big place in the chatzar. He didn't, he Lavdafka lent that to her. And therefore, if it's bigger than four Amis, it's its own place. That's something that he didn't lend her. And therefore, she's not going to be divorced. But if not, it's bottled to the chatzar. He did lend her that place and she will be divorced. Why? The Gemara speaks it out. A person generally, when, when he lends something out, he lends out one place. And he doesn't lend out two places. And therefore, if it's considered its own place, then she's not going to be divorced. And this is only true when it's not high ten tfachim, meaning even if it's less than four Amis, but it's high ten tfachim, even if it's less than four, four by four, four by four Amis, but it's less than ten tfachim, but it's higher than ten tfachim high, then she's not going to be divorced. Because again, it's still its own Roshos, even if it's less than four Amis, as long as it's higher than ten Amis. And also, another limit is the less lay shame levai, where it has no nickname, meaning that piece of wood has, people don't call it by its own thing. It's not part of this chatzar, really. It has a name for itself. But if it had a name for itself, even if it wasn't, even if there was no arba amas, it was mamish something small that by itself you normally wouldn't consider it its own rishos. But since people have a nickname for this thing, ah, that's the rock. That, that's its own place. And therefore, in that case, we're not going to say that it's uh, bottles of the chatzar, because if it has a shame levai, that's another limit, that it's not bottles of the chatzar. And if he didn't explicitly lend her that, then she's not going to be divorced if it falls on that piece. One more Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that Afiluhu Imam Imeto. We said that if it's his house, even if he throws it into the same bed as her, it's not going to be kind of because again, unless he hands it to her, it's not going to be anything because it's still his house and it never went into her Rishos. Amar said, That's only true if it's his bed. And she was in his bed and she and he threw it into the bed. So she's not going to be kind of this get because it's not her bed and it's not her house that you put it in and therefore there's nothing. She didn't pick it up and she's not going to be divorced. But if the bed belonged to her, even though it was in his house, Migoresh, she's going to be divorced. We have a brace like that. If the bed was his, she's not divorced. But if it was her bed, and he threw it into her bed, and she was in it, then already Migoresh. You're going to tell me that even if it's her bed, She's going to be divorced if it's in his house. I don't understand. We have an issue. It's the kalim of the lekech bershus the meicher. Meaning, can that be kind of for a person? Let's say someone has kalim in someone else's property, or the kalim specifically of the lekech, the buyer, that are in the rishus of the meicher. It's inside his rishus. So, putting something into his kli, just because it's in someone else's, even though it's in someone else's property, is that going to be okay? It's in someone else's property. And then the day I understand it's your kli, but it's in someone else's property. So, what do I care if it's her bed? It's in his property. So, should this be a raya that kalim shall is going to be a good Kenyan, says the Gemara, Shaman Mina, Kedav Shalakech, Bershus Meicher, Kanan Lakech. And then the day, what's the problem, by the way? The problem is it's a suffix in Baba Basra. And this would seem to be a clear raya that Kedav Shalakech, even though it belongs to the Lakech, it's in, still in the Rishus of the Meicher. If the Meicher puts it into the Lakech's Kli, he's going to be Kainan, even though it's in his Rishus. Why? Because as long as it's her bed, we're saying, even if it's in his Rishus, she's going to be Kainan. So isn't this an answer and a raya to our suffix that really Kedav Shalakech, Bershus Meicher, Kanan Lakech, the Lakech was Kainan, even though his Kli was in the Rishus of the Meicher? 
Tzricha says the Gemara Loi, not necessarily because Tzricha the Gavayasara. Really, the cases where it's Gavayasara, once it's Gavayasara, once it's high ten Tfachim, even if it's in the Rishos Melikach, then of the Meicher, then for sure it's still going to work. But it's not a right at the general case where it's less than ten Tfachim. Says the Gemara Isn't there the place of the legs, meaning the legs of the bed are touching down on the floor? So the whole thing is not above ten Tfachim. So what are you going to do? Says the Gemara like the No, a person's not makbid on the place of the legs. He wouldn't be so makbid, and therefore the bed that's above ten Tfachim is not going to be bottled to whatever's not, and rather, since he's not makbin on that, it's as if the bed is above 10 fachim, which most of it is, and therefore, it's going to be kind for her, even though it's in Ezra Shus. Says the Mishnah, said the Mishnah, if he threw it into her lap, or into her pocketbook, or something like that, she's divorced. And right now, we're assuming that this is even if she's in his house. Again, so wouldn't this be a riot? That even though she's in his house, and her pocketbook is being kind for her, so that wouldn't work, even though it's in his house, says the Gemara, Love Dafka because Amr Rabbi Yudam Rishmuel Kigan Chaisa Kasa Tluyaba. Maybe we're talking about a case where the pocketbook was Tluyaba. It was literally hanging on her like a pocketbook. It was around her neck or something like that. Once it's hanging on her, then for sure, even though it's in his house, it could be kind of firm. But it's not a right to a general situation where it's stam her kli on the floor in his house. That would, it would be kind of a chen. Amr Lezer Amr Rishi Kigan Chaisa Kasa Tluyaba, and that's what's going on in the situation. But it's not necessarily a right to general case of Kelev Shalekach Bershus Meicher. Rishem Melakish Amr Kshura Afal Pishen Tluyab. Rishem Melakish says that really it doesn't have to be actually hanging on her. It could be tied to her. Even even though it's not hanging, meaning as long as it's tied and attached to her, even if it's munach akarka and it's resting on the floor by itself, it's still going to be okay. That is still considered a higher level of being in her rishos, even though it's in the rishos meicher, even in the even though it's in the rishos of the baal, that's still going to work, even though it's not physically hanging on her, as long as it's attached to her. Vadabar Avamar. We're talking about a case where it was in between her thighs. If her pocketbook was in, her, in between her thighs, then already for sure it's going to be kind of her. Another answer. We're talking about a case where the husband, he was a seller of pocketbooks. That was his job. And therefore, he always has a bunch of pocketbooks in the house. And therefore, another one he doesn't really mind. He doesn't, he's not mocked on the space. And that's why it could be considered her rishos legamri. You want to know why? Even if it's not hanging on her. Even though it's not attached on her. You want to know why? If you put it into her lap or that you put it into her pocketbook, even though it's in the house of his, it's in ha- his house, it's still going to be kind of her because he's not makbin on that place. And the makam is kanoila. The place of her lap, that place where her lap is, is kanoi to her. It's as if she owns that place. And makam kasa as well, wherever she puts down the po- pocketbook, also it's kanoi to her. And it's as if she owns that part of the that that spot where the pocketbook is that is her spot and therefore it's not considered as if it's in the rishus of the meicher and i'm a rava my time in the rabbi echanan rava comes and explains the reason of rabbi echanan what's his reason because a normal person he's not makbid on the place where her lap is and he's not makbid on the makam where her kalsa where her pocketbook is and mimela since he's not makbid it's considered like her rishus time we have a brace like that if he threw it into her lap or into her pocketbook or anything like her pocketbook, Harry's Magrash. She is Magrash, 100%. And it sounds like even if it's in Ezra Shos, again, because of all the stars we just said. Called Davar, Shehu, Kikal, Salasuyimai. What's that part of the Bryce is saying? That anything that's like a pocketbook, what's like a pocketbook that would be kind of for her? It's including the little bag that she eats dates out of. Basically, any little chachka that she normally carries around that no one's makbid on where you put it, that will be kind of for her, even though it's in Ezra Shos. And it's not a riot to the general suffix, basically. If Kalev Shelekech, Bershos Meicher is going to be kind of for the Lekech, or not.